Welcome to Reddit Reads, our slash pro revenge. Our first Reddit post is from Prestigiusisa330. Terror neighbors make our libs hell, returned the favor by getting them raided. As we found out that we'd be expecting not one but two kids, we knew we had to move to a real house with more space. At the time we were still living in a one-bedroom studio one up from the ground floor, with its only entrance being a metal fire escape stairs, not ideal for a pregnant woman, let alone to live with two small babies. So we found a privately leased house that was newly renovated and had all the room and a large garden we were looking for. Signed the lease and immediately collected the keys. As the owner drove off, the woman next door comes up to me, immediately demanding we not make noise before noon as Herb forks nights and sleeps in and a whole bunch of other doss and dance. So right of the bad new trouble incoming. As the house was fully renovated and not much had to be done, they also told us about our neighbors. We moved in after two weeks and the whole street was warm and welcoming. My wife was almost due giving birth to my twin daughters and some offer help with anything we needed, real kind people. Nobody liked them, he was a big bully and got into arguments with everybody. Also were known as radio pirates in illegal broadcasting on radio with all Dutch bangers this music is just terror on your ears and possibly used on terrorists on black sites which went alongside them partying Thursday Sunday till 5 in the morning. Loud music, constant yelling, always drunken etc. The partying began immediately full blast. Really something to look forward to when moving in certainly with two babies on the way. Real classy for someone demanding to be quiet when Douchebook needs his beat asleep. Then one day my Phil came to put new grass in. He has his trailer parked at the back of our houses which is public space. Not according to him though, no, that exact spot where the trailer full with grass sods, quite heavy stuff was parked was his spot and we had to move the trailer. Not going to happen as I was not planning to walk all the way around the house with the sods. He gets angry right away and demanded me to move it. I told him to go fuck himself. I was done with him already then and there. I'm also a ginger, so besides having no soul, I do have a temper which is always in check until you provoke me repeatedly. Hooks up the trailer and bam, there was Douchebook, telling him off, yelling it's his spot. Anyone who knows me will tell you that you really had to make an effort for that to happen. We went on working and end of day comes when my Phil wants to leave. Mess with me all you want, I can handle it, but what you don't do is threaten my family. I ran outside and told him in no uncertain terms to back off or hell be the sorry one. Total bluff on my side, yes, I have that temper, but am not impressively built and have no hidden fighting skills. I do fight dirty, he backs off, Phil leaves, and I go inside where I find my wife crying. She got scared of him maybe doing something to her father and or me and this is something we don't need right now. Combined with hormones from being pregnant and you can paint that picture. So I'm even more pissed but had to promise not to act on anything. I want dear, not yet anyway. Time went on without any real incident and then came the time my wife goes into labor. We had to stay three nights excruciating nights due to a lot of things. Didn't go smooth and ended up having to deliver with section, 
or whatever it's called because daughter too, was almost strangled by the umbilical cord. Finally, we get to go home. Family had put a giant sign in our front yard welcoming the babies. The sign was already up for a few days prior to coming home, so our friendly neighbors definitely knew about it. But did they give a flying fuck? No, they did not. From the first night on, they started to party and broad blasted their terror music. They started at noon and continued to until five or six in the morning. Classy. They also kept going for days, so it was just Thursday, Sunday. It was all week long and the next. So we were broken, hardly slept. One of our daughters suffered from heavy cramps combined with all the noise and her parents at the end of their wits, so she cried a lot. And then I just had it. In the 1045th area, I researched some things on Radio Pirates, the laws and regulations, and on his large fiber antenna in his backyard, which was illegal in itself, but he used it to illegally broadcast on radio, which meant he had a lot of equipment. Now I did not immediately turn him in, but instead were looking for another house to lease first. This because I figured it would sit well with him and having a wife and two babies in the house alone during the day because I had to go to work. I hear you guys thinking, why not involve the police? Well, they are utterly useless in cases like this. We called once and what they did disturbs me to this day. They rang at their doorbell and immediately started off by saying we called them about noise complaints. Yes, you read that right. No protection or whatsoever, just blatantly told them we were the reason fire there told them to keep it down and that was it. They didn't even follow up with us or anything. As you can guess, Douchebug now was even more pissed and told me the next day, or yelled over the fence that separates our backyards, that I really should not do that again, a threat yet again of which I told the police. I didn't report it the first time, as I chalked that up to alpha male and heat of the moment, but without witnesses to corroborate, nothing could be done yet again. Some days later, I walked out the front door, and he just stepped out of his car, came up to me demanding I cut back some of our ivy that grew on our side of the fence because it tangled in with his bigus antennae. He would be gone for some hours and I could come into his garden to cut back the ivy that grew through on their side. And then a light bulb went on above my head. I told him politely that I would do that immediately. Why? Because that gave me the opportunity to find out the make and model of this antenna to ascertain its signal strength. Also, it gave me a good view on the equipment he had through the window so I could snap some photographs of it. This was the icing on the cake because in the meantime we did manage to find a new home and already had signed the lease so we would be gone in two weeks. Luckily we only had to paint some walls for the girls' room and furthermore just pack up our things and move them to the other house. Turned out I had to call the telecom agency but also the police. So after I trimmed the ivy and collected my evidence I went online that night to find out the proper channels to report a broadcast pirate and which entity was tasked with catching said pirate. Was too happy with the latter, but I remembered I have a nephew that works for the police. Officially his area was immigration, but knew enough colleagues that could help us and we could trust not to confront them again saying I was the one that sent them. That was extremely important for our safety when doing what I was doing. 
So I gave both the agency and the police all evidence. I collected, pointed them to the frequencies he pirated so they could listen in. You never know what he can learn from legal documents and such. Then, they started a neighborhood investigation, which wasn't really necessary, but this was to cover our asses to make it look like he got caught by accident because they had an active investigation in our area. We moved two weeks later, and they raided him two days after we moved. We asked them to wait with the raidies they raid pirates' houses, preferably in the early hours of the day, because of his beauty sleep rendering him incapable of fleeing or hide evidence, etc. All of his equipment, computers, radios, cell phones, and his car were seized. He left in cuffs. His wife did too, for making a big scene and tried to interfere. All of which was live reported to be by one of my ex-neighbors, who were equally ecstatic about this. It turned out, this wasn't the first time, he got caught but his third time his car had no insurance on it and his MOT failed. This would normally have no big consequence because he didn't drive it while raided, but they had the guy surveilled on for a week and that definitely meant he was seen driving it while not having insurance and valid MOT. He was fined somewhere around 30 euros, went to jail for 12 weeks and everything seized was destroyed except the car. His had I do 40-some hours community service. They had to sell the house, which made for very happy neighbors as they too were over and done with them. Like I said, I do fight, but very dirty. You have to really make an effort for me to get to that point. They did and suffered. Over a year later, when shopping groceries, I encountered them. With the foulest of looks, if looks could kill, it'd be a smoldering heap of ash. But nothing more than that. Damn folks, kinda surprised about all the appreciation. Gold and silver awards, wholesome masterpiece, helpful. Thank you all, kind people. This shit period in outlibs turns into something better this way. I honestly do not know what I can do with gold or silver, but I promise you I'll spend it by giving back. This comment is from Zestisel Shaker. Broke the cardinal rule, one illegal thing at a time. Good on you for taking him down. This comment is from Gutba. And now your old neighbors can enjoy some radio silence. This comment is from Thaistolmina Metwo. Also, if you are breaking the law, don't be an asshole and give others reasons to look into you. Our next Reddit post is from Ampasumboro. Was five minutes worth 30 of your global market? So I used to live in Deutschland and upon returning to Fair Blighty, the UK, I began looking for work. Being a simple man of simple needs, I quickly found employment in the marketing department for a medium-sized industrial manufacturer. It was a little below my experience level and qualifications, but I take what I can get because I am a simple man. At the final interview, I mentioned it would be top banana if I could arrive five minutes early and leave five minutes early on most days so I could catch my train. With a smile, my new boss hereafter referred to as Mentorosa said, of course, it's only five minutes, and I'd still be working the full eight hours. Sin problem is Ampasumboro, and welcome aboard. My first day comes, and I ride the choo-choo all the way to my new workplace eager to begin. I quickly learn that the lunchroom is pure stank, 
senior staff put their name instead of mine on any trade article I get published. I am a simple man, and so I set about my labors, glad to earn a crust. I remind her of the conversation we had in which she said with her mouth, what really flogged my noggin, however, is La Mentorosa calling me into her office on my second day and telling me I can't leave early again because it is unprofessional. She smirks and replies, maybe I said that, but is that written in your contract? Touch, you big old Mentorosa, touch. I shrug and get on with life, because that's life. Yet, I do not want this. By making me stay the five minutes, La Mentorosa makes me miss my train and turns my two hours daily commute into a four-hour one. I am a simple man and need my downtime. About two weeks later, the company goes on a firing spree. One of those people fired is me because I have been quite openly looking for for other work. Among the other victims of the purge is the regional sales manager for Germany. As she snapchats this news to the rest of the team, I joke not, I reflect, that she is probably right, as I am a simple man. I am given two weeks' notice and smugly told I am not good enough for this place, and that I will never work in the area again because of La Mentorosa's contacts. This is more important to the company and my meaningless departure, since the company also decided to end the contract with their biggest German distributor, and so suddenly a huge part of the company's core market is not active, and they have no salesman to find them a new distributor. Management panics until La Mentorosa remembers that her despised marketing bandit is a fluent German speaker, and so the fun begins. She asks me to step up to the plate. Be a buddy, old pal, I didn't mean it when I said you'd never work in this town again. I am a simple man, so rather than point out that I am not being paid anywhere near what I could earn as a translator, rather than remind them that they have just fired me and I am not their friend anymore, rather than asking is it written in my contract, and then smirking like an obnoxious dingwall on a high horse made of douche, I instead swallow my pride. Firstly, inadequacy. It is here that the twin revenge, named inadequacy, and abandonment make their entrance. During every conversation I mention my job title, advertising assistant. When the friendly Teutons politely ask why a lowly assistant is negotiating this kind of deal, I simply explain that the regional manager was let go, and there is no formal replacement. This is entirely true, but is also a huge red flag for any serious company, especially well-established German manufacturing firms, and combined with the temporary uncertainty regarding Brexit, which had been announced only a few days prior was enough to kill any interest they had in becoming our next distributor. Secondly, abandonment. As I am a simple man, I forgot to tell La Mentorosa that I had already received and accepted another job offer. I assured her there were no hard feelings over my firing and that I would stay to help as long as I could. She was thrilled at the praises she was getting from management for finding a stopgap solution to the catastrophic damage they had done themselves, and she asked me if I could actually stay on with the company until they secured a new distributor, since I obviously had nothing better to do with my time, being fired and all. On the day I was originally due to leave, I held my calls, drew up a summary 
of where we stood it was effectively a sad emoji followed by a poop emoji, handed it to La Mentorosa, and explained I was leaving to enjoy a week of holiday followed by starting a new job in a different field. She sputtered. She couldn't believe it. She thought I would stay longer to help clean up the mess. They still had no distributor and no sales manager for Germany. They were Hamor hedging money. She called me out, reminding me that I had said I would stay, but I am a simple man, and so my only reply was maybe I said that, but is that written in my contract? TL Drive manager lies in interview, then fires me and threatens to badmouth me all over town, then asks me to stay past my notice period and help clean up their foul up. Instead, I am honest with their potential clients and leave abruptly. The company goes without 30 of its turnover for at least a month. P.S. The company survived. La Mentorosa ended up being let. Edit. Some people have pointed out that I erroneously used the word several to describe a period of time of roughly two years. This comment is from Habitus Maximus. This is not a sign of duplicity, just more proof that I am a simple man. How could they be so bloody idiotic, pay you dirt, give you full access to a room of people they can't communicate with and need for their revenue, then for some reason trust you not to royally fuck them? Nice work. This comment is from Blunitskis. I am a simple man, I upvote. This comment is from Drake 42 Thank you, board members, section chiefs, and floor managers for joining me at this meeting. As previously mentioned, we will be discussing the Compay's current fiscal outlook, any chances of future growth, as well as how we currently appeal to our entire customer base. If you'll look at the reports I have provided, you will find a very succinct and accurate breakdown that I personally think will paint a very clear picture as to where we stand both as a company and a leader in our field. Hum, thank you for your time. That was Reddit Reads. R slash pro revenge. If you like this content, please rate this podcast five stars. We upload new videos every day. See you tomorrow.